Super crosstalk from a Ralph's in Redondo Beach. How is the uh, BB Go Ralph's Day going for you guys? It's going it's great, but did you hear Mason's depressed woo-woo-woo? I did not. John, we're going to get into it because on our big station group chat last night, you were asking the question in the moment that we were all asking, what the hell was that pun about? Why that I keep coming back. Beto's heard me talk about it all morning long. As good of a coach as Sean McVay is, as many great decisions as you made, I just for the life of me do not understand the decision to punt the ball right there. Either do I. And um, he well, does, he now, in retrospect, looks at it and says, "2020, I would have done it different." Yeah, right, of course he does. But here's here's why I was surprised he did it. McVay has always been aggressive by nature. This was a turtle. He basically turtled. He turtled. Yeah. He yeah. he basically said, and I know what he was thinking, Trav. He was thinking, we've held him to 60 yards in the second half. They haven't scored. If I stop him, then I get the ball back in better field position when I would have it. Here's why that doesn't make sense to me. Four minutes to go, you got one timeout. You are in Lions territory. Mm -hmm. You're on the 41. They were on the 34, but they got backed up by that holding penalty. But you're on the 41. You're in Lions territory. You're giving the ball to Detroit regardless. You're either going to punt it to them. You're going to have Maher miss a field goal, or you're going to go for it on 4th and 14 and miss. Either way, at the end of that play, Detroit was getting the ball. Mm -hmm. Why give them the ball? Why do that? It's like a turnover. I think the move was to go for it. The the move is – so let's back it up a little bit. It's a 62-yard kick. I'm not asking – the the kick is the least appealing option of all of your options. If you're not going to kick, and and McVay had said, you know, once Brett Maher had come back as their kicker, that they're going to be a little more strategic in how they deployed him, that they really weren't going to try anything over 50 yards unless they absolutely had to. So if you know you're not going to kick there – a, why not have a different play on third down to try to get half of that back? So, A, a shorter kick potentially. Yes. B, put you in a position to open up your playbook on that fourth and let's call it six or eight or ten or whatever. So there's that. And then even if you do run the exact same play and you get the exact same result and now you're fourth and 14, who's the best player on this team? It's Matthew Stafford. Let him decide the game. Yeah, what, sure. What, and and what, what shocked me is the modern-day coaches all – study these analytics yep. pretty ridiculously analytically that i sent you guys a story usa today ran the numbers it was in the 99th percentile of the most ill-advised punt of the year yes and if you go back to 2001 or i'm sorry 99 go back to 99 25 years 98th percentile of ill-advised punts it just everything was pointing to don't punt and he punted now having said that let's be honest even if, let's say, Maher, I, by the way, Trav, would have let Maher kick it, and here's why. Even like Ooh. a 58, Maher, nine yarder? Oof. 62. No, Maher from career 50 plus is 22 of 34, including three of seven this year. So even with him struggling, you probably had a 35, 40% chance that he nails it. I know that's 70% that he doesn't nail it. So right. let's, say, let's say you kick and he misses, or let's say you kick and he makes. Either way. Detroit still would have had four minutes yep. to drive down and kick a game-winning field goal of their own. So I'm not saying that this one decision cost the Rams the game. But Matthew Stafford was cooking. He had he picked sure up was. a third and 15 yeah. in the first half that looked impossible. Robinson made that great catch, great catch over on the side. And I would have loved to have seen what would have happened on fourth and 14, either kick or go for it. But punting – and I, I, I think, Trav, I sent that text in real time. You did. I, I, when when yep. it happened, I said, 
you cannot punt here. It is there's four minutes to go. You're handing them the game. Well, it's four minutes it to go out. too, John. And they only had one timeout. If they had managed, and and this is the other thing with Sean McVay that I think is is a very fair criticism of him. Not just last night, but something that he struggled with in, in, in the seven years that he's been here is kind of holding on to those timeouts when you need them the most because yep. with a full complement of timeouts punting the ball away there I still would have gone for it but it would make a little more sense because you can stop the clock after every play you get a three and out you move on now you got to let Matthew Stafford do oh, his yeah. thing you're, Staff, under, you're Stafford, underselling this point that was Stafford had, called one of them he called the other but you were and and the other thing if was they had if three you got, timeouts Mace I would have let him yeah play. 100% if you got one timeout you call one before the two minute one. well that was the other one that at, at 230 you have one timeout call it there then you you get the two minutes you get you basically yep. have a second one in your back pocket with that two minute warning that the, the time management at the end of that game made no sense to me at all and part of it because third and 10 you call a timeout early in the third quarter what's the difference between third and 10 and third and 15 at that point in the game right exactly so so many times they rush in they call that timeout to save delay of game and they're burning timeouts in the end and they need those at the end of the game i you know i go back I mean, if if you look at my, I was complaining about the official. I thought third and fourteen, Puka Nakua, no question, got pulled, got did. Uh, turned. There, there was absolutely. People have been sending me for 24 hours now uh, pictures of exactly what happened on that play. Should have been, should have been a call. The, and yeah, what, you, and that's and, 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 and guys, they win the game if this. they get that call. I think I equate this. To no, because then you still have to score. And that team wasn't scoring. Yeah, but, the all, but they were closer on a field goal, and you got a fresh set of downs. Yeah. Used to, I, Don't, you, yeah. No, because look, Mace, you're going to that one play. You're becoming that guy where you're going to complain about that I am. one play. Correct. I will wear that. 100% own that. 0 for 3, 0 for 3 in the red play. zone early. No question. Yeah, complain no, about by that. By the way, Beto, that, that is, if you're looking at it at this from a wide angle lens, that's what cost them the game. Their that's inability right to yep. punch it into the end zone when they got to the red zone. Well, Detroit Just like in it. Baltimore. The Rams didn't. Rams were, Rams were 0 for 3. Lions first were 3 for and 3. Six, or first and goal from the 6, three pass plays. Like mm-hmm. this, this, yeah. these, these are the same things. That it's the in- timeout stuff. It's the, refu- the the reluctance to run the ball in on a short field well, inside Mason the 10-yard line. Well, Mason asked McVay that after the Baltimore games. What did you? he say, Mace? About what? By him. Remember in Baltimore, they went down the field right away. Oh, yeah. And you yeah, asked no, him, what are you doing, they didn't guy? Well, I did ask him. And he said, you know what? In that moment, that was the right call. I'm, I'm sure he's going to be the exact same way in this one. But, Travis, I thought the third down play was just predictable. Yeah. I mean, if, if I'm on my couch saying it's cup, it's cup, it's cup, then that's what the Lions were thinking, and, too. And, and it was cup. And cup wasn't having the game that Nuka no, was no, having. No. So, but having said all this. I mean, this is not the day any Rams fans want to hear this. This team radically overachieved this year. I mean, I wouldn't want anybody but McVay coaching these guys. I agree. But he had a he had a brain cramp when he punted, and it's just so unlike him. And I think that what happened when when the Rams lost the Super Bowl to Bill Belichick, thirteen to three, and they had had an offense trav that I think was averaging thirty points a game that year, Mm -hmm. and they scored three in the Super Bowl. McVay lost sleep over that. He went back. He changed his approach. And two years later, they win the Super Bowl. I bet this will be a similar reaction. I think he'll think about it. He's going to value. He's a smart guy. He's going to value timeouts more. And I don't think he'll ever punt in that situation again. He just did. He he was so impressed with his defense holding the Lions to 60 yards. He thought, okay, I'm going to ride my defense. They're going to stop him. We're going to get the ball back with a minute and a half to go. And we're going to kick the game winning field goal. But. I, I, I think asking your defense 
to uh, to keep Detroit from scoring is one thing. To keep, to keep them, them from getting, getting a first, down you got to get a three and out. Completely the, ridiculous. I, I keep yeah. coming back to the the Rams' best unit is their offense. Let's let the offense decide it. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. it it doesn't seem that much more complicated than that to me. But to your point, John, I I, I think you're spot on because. You know, last year was a lost season because, you know, everything that happened after the Super Bowl and everything else. But if this was their let's get it together and rebuild and this is what you got, the window is kicked wide open all over again because all of these guys like Puka and and Kyron Williams, you don't – and Kobe Turner, Byron Young, you don't have to Byron pay those Young. guys yet. You, you have a window where you've got really good players who are on rookie contracts that you don't have to spend. They got a first-round draft pick. They got a lot of money to go spend. That $41 million under the cap. Right. So That's you, right you, you have the ability to go in there and do the things that they've done for the previous five or six years to go get a Jalen Ramsey or a Von Miller or an OBJ or, or any of these other guys that they took flyers on – and be super, super aggressive in the short term, they, they're, they're almost ready to start doing it again starting next yeah. season. And it's arguably the quickest rebuild ever. I mean, they yes. had one bad year, and somehow this was going to be a reset season, and it turned out much better than that. Um, I Part of me, and Bergman got on me on the uh, the. Uh, Get him, Berg. Thread. Good, Berg. Saying, what, what oh, I do get him. Because I said it was a great season. I think I said that very, very early. It was a great season. And Bergman's like, get mad. Get Pat. Seriously, It was a mad. great season. I well, mean, I was devastated. I was emotionally Didn't sound devastated. it. You're like, I woke up in the year. middle. Well, you cool. Devastated? Really? Devastated? 4 I'm wide awake. Well, they can oh, wild card devastation. <laughs> we don't know that. <laughs> the thing that surprised me the most about that text chain was that, Greg, you were okay with the punt. No, it, was, it wasn't so much the okay with the punt. I just, what are you going to do? It's fourth and 14. Anything Throw the ball. ball. Throw the ball. Throw the ball. Interception would have been better than the punt. Yes. Because then at least you tried. I mean, it was all your doubt. The, you kicked it. Your punt was down to like the four yard line right. or whatever. Four it was. minutes. Do you want to win the no, game? Or not? We are not playing right field position at that point. You're absolutely right. It was more so that, like, what do you want them to do? Run another play. You're not. Overall, it's not Yeah, to answer the question, Greg. Fine, if you and if you and I are running the show, Greg, and it's it's a decision between the two of us, and you say the one thing I don't want to do is kick a field goal. I don't trust Maher. He's no good. Run a John, play. You cannot kick a field goal. Then I would have said, okay, we're going for it. Fine. How do we get from there to you being okay with the punt? I was not okay with. I mean, if overall, it's, I, I would have preferred them not to punt. But it, I understood it was because their defense had been fantastic. You're the guy that understands. <laughs> You're, well, you were. This is what you sounded like on our text show. It's okay. It was a great year. By all accounts, Bradley. you don't know my tone. It was a great year. Yes, there is I mean, no nuance in attack. <laughs> I'm hearing Morales <laughs> you know, act read. like this Let's is read the what Bay you of wrote Pigs. In. I mean, they made you it to the first round. And they... What do you think about this? Hold on. Oh, uh, reading text chain. It was a great season. Future is bright. Wow, my. I supposed to take that in any other way? I don't this give is okay. my takes on the text. Everybody gets their takes on the text. Yeah. I say my text. Sunday, keep your powder dry, Mace. Keep your powder dry. This is ridiculous. Yeah. On a Sunday night, Mace is okay. Okay, Trav, Mace brought up an interesting point earlier. If mm. you're less Sneed, yeah, and you're rebuilding, this is it. Do you bring Cooper Cup back? Yep. I'm open to every possible scenario. You have you yep. you have a clear number one in yep. Puka. Cooper is a number one. He's but do you not anymore. Two number ones at that price. I, no. Well, here's the thing. I, I, I may, what May said. Put it this way: I'm not cutting it, but I'm open to whatever may be out there. If somebody wants yes. to give me something for him, I'm listening. Uh -huh. If if there's a scenario where you can get more flexible by juggling your roster, 
I'm considering it. He he was a non-factor in a big game last night. Now, if I'm being the most optimistic Rams fan I can be, he wasn't healthy all year long. Maybe this is right. just a he wasn't healthy and he was never able to be at his best and given an offseason and, and recuperation period and everything else, he will be what he was for the vast majority of his Rams career. But that guy last night was not the Cooper Cup that we've known for years and years and years. That just wasn't the same player. Yeah, and it wouldn't surprise me if they use that money to invest. Uh, like, I'd like to see a big speed receiver, not Tutu Atwell, who's a small speed receiver, yeah. but a big speed receiver would be nice. And an edge rusher is absolutely necessary. They want to Why? You, you, didn't, you didn't like seeing Aaron Donald quadruple teamed for yeah, half the game? Aaron Donald was just, they <laughs> gave him no shot whatsoever. None. <laughs> yeah. It was, he, he had... You know, he made a couple of plays because he's Aaron Donald, but I don't care how good he is. If you're triple teamed regularly, you're not going to get anything done. Somebody else well, needs to step up. Well, if he is, up. Trav, then, yeah, somebody else. If, yeah. if, if he's taking up three blockers, one of those other dudes it needs to be get Kobe to the That should be Kobe Turner. That should be Byron Young. That should be Michael Hack. That should anybody. be any of those guys. How much BB go have you guys taken down so far? Not yet. We, Nothing The truck just got here, and, uh, and the, the turnout's great. There, yeah, it really there is. There are a ton of Laker fans here. Uh, so, uh, they love you and Ronaldo. Yeah, no, we're big out here. Oh, yeah. Uh, Want to let everybody know we're at uh, Ralph's and Redondo Beach, and you are invited out here. Derek Fisher is going to come by in about a uh, half hour or so. Sasha Vujicic next hour. Uh, it is a uh, big day with BB Go, the official game day snack of the Los Angeles Lakers. BB Go, that's all I needed to hear. Mm. That sounds very mm-hmm. good, and I'm going to go home and throw them in the air fryer, and it's it's going to happen. Hey, 112. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, Beto's done. Have Beto's done. Beto's done. Super Crosstalk is brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger's all about. We'll see you tomorrow. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ah! Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Brian? Good afternoon. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Better late than ever. I miss you not being there with me. Yeah, yeah. So, uh... So, Mace, how's your mood? How's uh, the season has come to an end? Where are you at? Where's your head at? So, I'll be honest. Get mad. Last night, I uh, after they lost, mm-hmm. I uh, might have taken a couple of gummies. And I, I thought you were going to take the gummies after they scored on their first three possessions. I was worried. Yeah. I was worried, but I took the gummies late. Now, Bergman, you know that. Or you, you probably know this, John. At some point, the gummies wear off. Yes. 
usually about 4 a.m., and I woke up, and I could not go to sleep. All I kept saying to myself, oh, my God, we lost. I can't believe we lost. <laughs> so what was I it? Were you going we for, lost. like, one certain thing that happened in the game at that? Like, so you know your mind starts to go. Yeah, circles. the call. It was so a call on Puka. It was the, the lack of a call on Puka. I mean, I, oh, the, it, was okay. the, it was a ref. Can not, I, them not going for it. Mace, can, Correct. I, can I make a counterargument sure. to that? Okay. I think the Rams over the years in the McVay era. Yeah have been fortunate with officiating. Nah. All right? They uh, well, well, the, the most famous one is the Nikel Roby Coleman. Coleman. Yeah, yeah. All right? So I, that I, one I put that. us in the Super Bowl. 2018, yeah. And uh, then in this game, in the first half, one of our guys jumped into the neutral zone that would have given them a first down, and they probably would have scored at least a field goal and maybe another touchdown. That is true. And the call went against Detroit. And in the second half, they botched a couple of calls against the Rams. Now, the one call that I don't think people are talking about enough. Okay. I've watched NFL football every week for as long as I can remember. In the last five or six years, that hit on Stafford where they threw his head to the ground and and then stepped on him is roughing the passer every time. Did you see his eyes in the back of his head when he was laying there? The way his eyes lolled around when he laid on the ground? Mm. They let it go. Mm. And then the thing on Puka, the one thing you should be able to spot, you can debate pass interference all the time. But if I've got you by your shirt, yep. and clearly they were doing that to Puka all game. Yep. If I've got you, I'm, I'm grabbing Mason's sweater right now. Yep. I can control you. Yeah, sure. I can, you I, can pull the guy away. And, and especially if it's a bang-bang play where he's streaking to a spot. Stafford right. was throwing to a spot. Right. You turn him right. away from the spot and is Puka's what they did. good, but if you got a guy pulling on his shirt, you got to call that. Now, yeah. having, can, I, can I ask you see, just one thing? Sorry, John. If was that in real time? Could you see that pull? Or was it when it's got slowed down, that's when you could see the pull? Because the referees in real time, then you cannot well, go back. Well, it's their job to see it in real time. They call, Greg, there's eight or nine of them out there. Right. If yeah, you, you got refs everywhere. Watching on TV, I didn't see the pull until they slowed it down. I did. I didn't see it in did. real time. Saw, it. saw the pull. You just have amazing Saw the pull, eyes. saw that's the turn. I was in. <laughs> Full great yeah, eyes on that. Absolutely. But having said all But then they should have gone for it on fourth and 13. Right, yeah. I don't think one play costs the Rams a game. I don't think – I keep harping on the punt because I'm really mad that McVeigh punted. If I'm being honest with myself, even if they let Maher kick it and he makes it, yeah. the best-case scenario. Detroit still, gets Detroit the ball still has four minutes. Although on. Jared Goff was playing so badly. Uh, the, but the Lions had really grinded right, to a halt. But when they needed a couple of first downs at the end of the game, he didn't yeah. seem to have any yeah. issues. So it's not that one play changed would have would have won the Except game for the, for the Rams. Call, that one. And uh, that would have changed it. On a big, yeah, and, and one thing that kind of helped helped McVay from getting killed today is how bad the Cowboys played. Oh my god! Now, now I think that was just hilarious. I mean, I, I love that. That was the funniest thing Mike, of the weekend. I don't think Mike McCarthy survives it. Do Hell you guys? no! He's out. He's done. He was safe coming into that game. Oh, he was, he was safe, fully safe. Yeah. Greg, as long as he didn't get blown out. Right. Like even that a was close the only thing. Loss, but even three years, one and done. You think Jerry is going to settle loss, for that? I think you say I'm not going to overreact. He's went 12 wins every year. We lost a close competitive game. You can't say that about what happened yesterday. No. And they by the way, didn't show up. They pulled a USC against UCLA this year. They time. didn't show up in the game. And I know Dak Prescott, you know, the, the box score is deceiving. He threw for a whole bunch of yards. It was garbage time yards. Two, he had, two he did not have a great game no. at all. Um, and he has now not come up big in three consecutive playoff season, seasons. You talking about Dak? Dak. You know what Dak's record in the postseason is? Uh, it's got to be Owen. Owen what? Three, one and four. 
two and five. Two and five. Two and five. Yeah. And and are you going to max that guy at quarterback? I I think is he up right now? Well, no, but I mean you can get out of any deal. But yeah. the I think they may do a complete rebuild. I think they bring Belichick in and start from the ground up and maybe even test the the free agent market for a QB. Maybe bring Kirk Cousins in there. Somebody that is more dependable than Dak. But is is Kirk Cousins more dependable than Dak? What has Kirk Cousins ever done that uh, make well, you Kirk think Cousins, like that? He's going to change Kirk everything. Kirk Cousins is at least predictable. You know, predictable he, throwing interceptions late in games. Not really. Look at his look at his uh, track record in big games. He's pretty good. Dak is you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, See, th- this is my whole thing, though. Is that a guy like Dan Quinn, right? He is be- being talked about in all these different places for jobs. How? After that debacle? How? Can you still say, like, that's the guy I want for my How? head coach? Dan Quinn would not. A lot of things changed yesterday with those two games. Yeah. yeah. Um, Raheem Morris in the first half, no way you get him a job. Raheem Morris in the second half, maybe you do. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it, it was scary there in the first half. I thought it was going to be a boat race for a minute there, but they, they, they were hung running in there all tight. over them. And held them to three in the second half, so the defense really did tighten up. Well, held um, them to three, and until the final drive, they had only picked up like 50 yards in the yeah. whole second half. Yeah. And, no. you know, there's a, there's a bunch of plays you can go back at. When Goff did the Goff fumble. Oh, that was so Goffian. If the Rams fall on that, that <laughs> yep. was, that's points. The yeah, Rams well, I mean, didn't what, get it. What, what, that was a pure – that was like – Definitive. It's like that Seattle Jared, game where, where the Rams were driving down to win, and he just threw it to the Seahawks. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I'm going to root for Dan Campbell and Jared Goff now that the Rams are out. I, you know, who cares? Are they going to be your team? Well, I don't have another team. I'm not rooting for the Niners. Anybody but the Niners. The, I, guy, I took a picture with a Niners fan yeah, earlier he's, today. He's head to toe in Niners. Anybody but the Niners. Were you flipping him off while you were taking the picture? No, I was not. I was being polite. <laughs> Come on, be but real. But I thought be it. You. I thought it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was disappointing. It was a very disappointing uh, night. And, uh, I, you know, again, I'm going to circle back to the fact that it was a great season. Oh, it re- Shut up. It was a great season. If you would have been in the playoffs at 9-8, and eight, if your team would have been in the playoffs at 9-8, and eight, you were got bounced in the first round, you would have been thrilled. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, you'd have been no, thrilled. No, no, no. I do, yeah, I'm not thrilled with that, without a championship. Oh well. Well, did you honestly think? Did you honestly think the Rams were going to the Super Bowl this year? I thought that if they could win that game, they could go as far as I would have picked they them again next far. week. I would have picked them next week or Tampa, but they, I wouldn't have picked them at San but Francisco. But wait a minute, Probably what if Green not, Bay upset San Francisco? Then you would have had a home game in the NFC Championship game against the Packers. Well, I'll be I'll be here next week. We can cross that bridge. Right, right. But no, I thought that was a very possible. That team was good enough. How you saw the defense in the second half was very good. If that defense showed up in the first half, it would have been a different game. And then you had your offense. Matthew Stafford threw for like 375 yards and a couple touchdowns. He was great. Yeah, Stafford he was fantastic. Great. He was fantastic. He's one of the best Stafford quarterbacks was in the great. league. Puka was great. You had it all. Yeah. And it just it just didn't. He didn't yep. make the right calls down the stretch. Nope. Didn't. Didn't. So yes, I think they could have gone to the Super Bowl. I think they could have also. Because so yeah, it's be a crap shoot, and don't you don't know. They could have gone a good season. But it was a great season. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? It they was, laid the they laid the foundation for another run. And and like even as adamant as I was last night about they shouldn't have punted, it doesn't necessarily mean they would have won the game. Even if they call the PI on Puka, they it doesn't necessarily well, mean they would have won mean the game. It doesn't mean they would have converted fourth and fourteen. Yeah, it would have made things different. To but quote there you, is no lock. Yeah, it's quote you. Championship-driven town. Championship-driven town, and they did not get there. They had a chance. Well, they, they had Greg, the team they to do the it. They made the playoffs. They made the playoffs. Nobody thought they would. Right. But, yeah. I mean, you but were talking got, about Caleb you... Williams, yeah, who Caleb... declared for the draft. He, he did declare. Shockingly. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe Didn't it. Didn't know Caleb that was going to happen. Caleb Williams declared for the draft. Welcome to Chicago. Bulletin. This just in. 
Uh, yeah, I thought, uh, generally speaking, what's weird about the weekend is that they were all blowouts except for uh, Rams-Lions. Yeah, Rams-Lions was the best game of the weekend. And uh, because neither team could run the ball, it was a really fun, exciting game to watch. It was. Because they were throwing the ball all over the place. Um, and I wish it would have ended differently. But I think that if you were giving the Rams a grade on this season, now that it's over, I give them an A-. I, I think a minus. Yeah. I, the only reason I don't give him a straight A is because the way it ended. Yeah. But um, in terms of, I mean, I picked him to win five games. Yeah. You, you picked him to win eight. Yeah. And they won ten. Yeah. And yeah. they went to the playoffs and put a skin lost by one point. Yeah. There's a promo. You won your on. bet. By the Base? way, I said you won your bet. I did. I did cover. Yeah. <laughs> so what? Woo. Meaningless mythical money. <laughs> meaningless mythical money. It's never meaningless. 10K. Uh, no, it is in this case. <laughs> it is in this case. Uh, one thing. Oh. We did a bagging challenge here at the Ralphs. Again, we're live at Ralphs, 1413 Hawthorne Boulevard in Redondo Beach, courtesy of Bibigo, the game day snack of the Los Angeles Lakers. Bibigo is here. We got Lakers pop a shot. Uh, we've got a really cool, John, uh, Craig Gilliam brought out Kobe Hellcat 24, I, this yeah, unbelievable I, car. This car, Craig's car, is spectacular. Yeah, just I amazing. Am, I am going to, I had Cody uh, from our uh, social media team take a bunch of pictures of it. I'm going to try. I don't know if I have this kind of juice. Yeah. But I'm going to try and get the Lakers to let Craig park that car outside Staples. Oh, that would be so cool. The night of the Kobe statue. Oh, it may, it may be too much red tape, but I'm going to I'm going to send it all to Matt Shelton who runs that yeah, thing and, uh, yeah. and see if we can get this Never car. Know. Be, make sure you go to our Instagram, our Twitter. It's amazing. Um, Cody is going to put together some videos and some pictures so you can see this car. I don't think we could describe how cool it is no. without you seeing it. I'll just say, even when you lift the hood, there is Kobe. Right, and everywhere. And pristine inside yeah. oh, the engine, beautiful. which run, it's his actual car. It's a Dodge Charger completely reconfigured as a tribute to Kobe. And uh, everything from the wheels to the engine to the doors to the back windows to the inside of the car yeah. is a tribute to Kobe and Gigi. So uh, make sure you check that out on our social media. And you're all invited out here. Uh, Derek Fisher is going to be here in a little while. So is Sasha Vujicic. Uh, we are live at Ralph's in Redondo Beach, 710 ESPN. All right. I want to talk to you about back pain. Uh, I have back pain. My wife has back pain because we're older and we're active. Um I'm pretty sure back pain takes the cake at being the most popular pain around. More than knee pain or elbow pain, arthritis, other types of itis, is simply inflammation of the joints and body parts. We have an answer for treating your pain and soreness. It's called iSpot Active. It's a revolutionary way to ice your body on the go. iSpot Active has a sleeveless compression shirt to ice your whole back down to your sciatic region. It's awesome form-fitting and feels incredible when you have it on. You feel like you're wearing football pads. If you have pain in your elbows and your shoulders, get the long sleeve to cover your whole back, shoulders and elbows. The pants cover your thighs, knees, and shins. And boy, does it feel great after running, tennis, working out in any way. Go to that website, iSpotActive.com. iSpot Active is recovery gear for everyday aches and pains. I asked the iSpot guys to run a one-day flash sale for our listeners because I knew I was coming down here to Ralph's in Redondo Beach, and they did it. One of the owners is James Worthy. This is something you will love when you're working into your lifestyle. It feels great. So one-day flash sale, 30% off with the coupon code FLASH710. FLASH710. Go to iSpotActive.com, I-C-E-B-O-D, active.com. Get yours. You won't be sorry. FLASH710 at iSpotActive.com. 
Hi, we're live from the Ralphs in Redondo Beach with BBGo, the official game day snack of the Los Angeles Lakers. Congratulations to Gilbert Asuna from Los Angeles. He has won a pair of Lakers tickets. The way you do it is if you come out here, scan the QR code, you'll have a chance to win, and we'll give away another pair next hour. Excellent. And we welcome to the show now the great Derek Fisher, who uh, looks like he could still play. No way. Which is a good thing because, <laughs> hey, hey, you can you can hit threes at a better clip than some of the guys we have. <laughs> no. But uh, great to see you, man. How are Thank you? Thank you. I'm good, John. I'm good, man. Happy and New I, Year. Uh, happy New Year Haven't to you. And I guess I can call you Coach Derek Fisher. How, you're yeah. coaching at Crespi this year. How's that yes. going? Um, I'm I'm enjoying it. Uh, we have practice in a couple hours, so you can ask them okay, how well, they're enjoying I'm it. Sure, yeah, I'm sure hours, hearing from you. What what uh, what made you take that job? What were you looking for? Um, well, having boys of our own, you know, that have kind of one's a senior, two are freshmen. So seeing what the seniors' high school experience has been the last few years, and then kind of looking ahead to what the high school experience might be for the younger ones, uh, instead of wondering and what if and complaining or having my thoughts about it sure i, I thought it was the right time to get involved nice and try to be of some positive impact okay cool, so you played of course for phil jackson and won titles with phil but you played for some other guys too and you yeah. had a long nba career what's the voice in your head when you're coaching who do you hear yourself repeating is it your high school coach is it your college coach is it phil is it kind of a combination of everybody yeah it's a little bit of everybody uh the most of what i'm preaching is the same stuff like the only thing that really matters is winning um it's it's why people care so much about this team this organization this franchise is because of the winning so whatever you are looking for individually in terms of likes mentions follows scholarship offers college coaches scouts all the stuff the more you win the more opportunity they have to see what you're made of and uh, so that's a little bit of all of them kind of mixed right. in there. Some language is more colorful than others. <laughs> um, so I try to <laughs> I try to mix that up, too, where I'm not as colorful all the time. But also, you know, try to be honest with the guys as well. Uh, Derek Fisher's with us, Mason in Ireland, 710 ESPN, live from Ralph's in uh, Redondo Beach, along with BB Go, the official game day snack of the Los Angeles Lakers. So, uh, so D Fish, how, how connected are you to this Lakers team? How f- close do you follow it? What, well, uh, you see, he's on Spectrum. So oh, he right, you're on Spectrum. Lot. You're doing the yeah. doing yeah. the games. What uh, What do you think of this group? Um, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm I'm in the studio, so. I, I know no more than what, than what, what you see what on the everybody TV. knows right. from outside other than just from my basketball perspective. Um, so, But I enjoy being in the studio a lot. Like, you know, you know James Worthy is the best. anybody. Like, yeah. it, it's a gift. Um, and so, yeah, with this group, I, I think, you know, coming into the season, obviously the choice was continuity with a core group of guys that were returning, which was, I think, the right choice. But then there was also, like, the other half of the team were new guys again. So even though there was some continuity with familiar faces from the great, like, second half of the season and postseason run, you still have half of the Lakers that have never played basketball together. Mm. And you're on arguably the biggest and brightest stage with as high of an expectation this year as anybody because of the way they ended the season last year. Right. So in my opinion – there, yes, there is enough there to win at a high level again this year, but then the inevitable kind of ups and downs of a new team also still exist with this group. It's not the same team that ended the season last year, and they haven't 
had all the guys that came to join this yeah. year. Yeah. So it's been a mixed bag. Um, I don't understand why all of a sudden people feel like Darvin Ham can't coach. I, I like he didn't forget. No, you don't forget <laughs> no. In, in six months. Yeah. You know, it, players are different. The seasons are different. Um, believe it or not, the Lakers are on more towards the end of the window than the beginning. Right. The the Nuggets at the top. Right. They're at the beginning of their window. Right. The Oklahoma City Thunder, the Minnesota Timberwolves. So when you're a team that's more towards the end of your window, as we're seeing with the Golden State Warriors, it's hard to hold on to something that you're still trying to keep as opposed to the younger teams that are at the front of their window with more energy, more burst, more like there's more to their group. So we just still have to wait and see. And that's what you guys get paid to do is hype us up and tell us yeah. why we should or shouldn't care in the first place. Okay, I've told this story in the air before, but I've never had the guts to tell it in front of you. But I think you'll find it funny. One of my favorite stories is, you know, right in the middle of the playoffs, the NFL playoffs. And so back in the day, Derek and Kobe were in the same backcourt and together every day. And Fish grew up a big Cowboys fan. Sorry to bring that up today. Uh, um, no. Kobe grew up a big Eagles fan. Yeah. So we have a day game in New Jersey, back when the Nets used to play in New Jersey. And the Lakers blow the Nets out. 20-point win. It's a day game. And Kobe goes to Fish and goes, hey, you know that the Eagles and Cowboys are playing on Sunday Night Football, and we're like 45 minutes from Philly. So, uh, so Fish goes, yeah, I know. Kobe says, let's go. Let's go to the game. Loser will pick up the tab for everything, but let's buy tickets. Let's go. We'll get a couple security guys. We'll catch up with the team later. And they tell Phil, and Phil says, okay. And they're talking crap to each other. Because Fish would not back down from his Cowboys, and Kobe would not back down from his Eagles. They get in the car, they leave. We get in the bus, go to the airport. You didn't go to the game that night, Fish. Why? Um, you tell it. You tell the story better <laughs> than I do. I'm on the plane. Yep. And we're not going anywhere. Yep. And I walk up to Phil, and I go, hey, Coach, what, what are we waiting for? He goes, you didn't hear? He goes, no. About Kobe and Fish? I go, yeah, they're going to the football game. He goes, they didn't check. The game's in Dallas. Oh, <laughs> that is Did you hilarious. make it all the way to no. the stadium or did somebody figure it out on the ride? No, it was on the ride. We did, we did not drive <laughs> to the stadium. Well, the good news is you guys were important enough to the team that we held the plane for. Sure. Yeah, if, one, one of us. Was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd like to think we would have held it for you. Yeah. You were a pretty important uh, part of that team. All right. So as a Cowboys fan, Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott, what, what do you think? Uh, I mean – my honest answer is I, I my Cowboys fan years have slowed in the last few. Uh, well, you've been out here for a while uh, now. Yeah, but I, for for a different show, it's just cool. My my thoughts though are that again, I, you're seeing a team and people who are experiencing in one of the biggest, brightest markets in the world the pressure that exists to perform, and so that's what happens when you're feeling that is that you may not always live up to your potential, what you're actually capable of, because there's something happening mentally and psychologically that is blocking your physical performance. And I think that, you know, in the last several years, we've had guys that have come through L.A., play for the Lakers, so-so performance, whatever we want to call it, and then they go to other teams and look great. Yeah. Because it's different when you play for the Cowboys. It's different <laughs> when you play it's for the really Lakers. It's a really good point. Yeah. And that's what's – likely to happen more times than not it's hard to win even if you're not in front of the whole world 
But if you play for the Dallas Cowboys, you're in front of the entire football and sports world. You're going to feel that pressure the same way I think that guys in basketball, you know, feel it here. Um, Fish, last thing for me, when you watch the Lakers and you're doing a select amount of shows from Spectrum, so you're watching it, if I gave you a magic wand and said you could address one thing, fix one thing, it could be defensive, it could be offensive, it could be three-point shooting, it could be anything, what would you focus on? What do you think the biggest concern if you're Darvin Ham is to try and get this on track for the second half? Yeah, I think um, the one non-negotiable thing would be somehow increasing the defensive – Rating, efficiency, right. the things that they're And just taking to get timely away. stops. Yeah, yeah. because it, every championship team has been, you know, in the last 20 years at least, you know, top five, top ten in the league, one of by far the best defenses in all of basketball, which then means you are getting timely stops. Uh, they aren't making 17 or 18 or 19 threes in a game because you're that good defensively. Also, what I think that would do, again, my opinion um, – is what the Lakers do best is attacking defenses in transition before they are set. Right. Because you cannot get in front of LeBron and take a charge. Impossible. Um, Anthony Davis is such a threat if he gets down the floor early and and takes post position. So they'd be in transition more often than being forced to not necessarily run slow down half-court offense, but a lot of their offensive possessions lead more to AD touches, LeBron touches, maybe a double team. Maybe you get a quality shot. Um, but the, the defense being elite again, which I think is what Darvin Ham is trying to do. Right. You, you have to start somewhere. You, you cannot necessarily be both equally at the same time. The defense would, to me, spur the offense, ignite the offense a little bit more. They get more efficient shots. Cool, man. Well, are you going to sign some uh, autographs? I hope so. Yeah. All right. Hey, a lot of people here, Very man. nice of you to come yeah, out. Yeah, really, really cool, Everybody's really man. happy Great to see you. Here. Great to no, see you. I appreciate you. it. Good, good luck at much. Crespi, too. Thank you. Yeah. That's a lot I appreciate of fun. it. I know Chris McGee, the alum, is on yes. you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He is. <laughs> Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher, Lakers everybody. legend. And we'll be right back with the Wheel of Questions. Mason in Ireland, 710 ESPN. All right, there were uh, there were a lot of different things on the wheel today. Anything about Bibigo? Because it's delicious. No, but the, the Bibigo they, is fantastic. I'm, I'm giving you a preview. The game is about Bibigo. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Later today. Um, all right. So I'm going back a week ago. Okay, a week ago today mm-hmm. at the national championship game, the college football national championship game, they took a shot of a sweet. Okay. Okay, and in the sweet was Michael Jordan, Derek Jeter, Travis Scott. Somehow Stephen A. Smith got in there. Yeah, I saw him. There were a bunch of famous people in there. So here's my question. You get access to a suite, and you can have any three people who are alive in your suite to make the suite fun and assume for the question that they'll say yes. So you can have any three but only three. Mace, who are the three people – you would have in your suite to make the suite fun. Now, you can have Juan and your yep, friends. Sure, your all mom, my friends are there, but right? you got three special guests who will all say yes. Who are you going with? Got it. I am going to go we're with. We're going to have one is the same. I know we're going to have the same one. I'm going to have Snoop. That's the one. Snoop Loop. <laughs> yeah. Snoop um, that's a good fun. one. That is a good one. An interpreter and Shohei Otani. Oh, very good I would good one. love oh, to talk to Shohei. Very good one. Uh, I like that. Wow, that's really good. Okay. Uh, Laura, you there? 
I am here. All right, three people. It's your suite. Anybody you ask will say yes. Who are you inviting? Okay, I'm inviting Mookie Betts. Good okay. one. Good one. Uh, Mark Cuban. I want to pick his brain. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And yeah, maybe he can give oh. you a million dollars. Yeah, maybe. You never Probably know. So, yeah. one more. I would probably invite Messi, just because Good I'm not one. a big soccer fan, but he's a goat, so I want to talk to him. Okay, there you uh, go. That's a good tweet. Brian, are you going to invite Bill Belichick, Jim Harbaugh, and anybody but Brandon Staley? Oh, that would have been good. I didn't really think of that, but, you know, that might help swing him over kind of deal. <laughs> All right, Brian, who are you going with? Oh, I got to go Snoop, too. Snoop's got to be there. And the, yeah. the next two, I'm going to go Shaq. You know, give me the comedy of Shaq in there with Adam oh, Sandler. Oh, oh yeah. Adam Sandler would be a That would be a fun right, tweet. Greg, who are, you, who are you going with? I'm trying to think of a third one, but I – for sure, I'm going to have Justin Timberlake because I think you'd be a fun time. Ooh, really, get fun. A lot, really fun yeah, time. Good idea. Um, for an athlete, uh, probably Mookie. Let's go Mookie Betts. Sorry. Mookie Betts. I'm gonna, or no, Shaq. I'm going to take. I'm gonna take Brian's and go take Shaq. Brian's, okay. And then fun I got to have Margot Robbie in there. I knew Margot oh. Robbie would be in yours. <laughs> yes. Oh, Margot so, Robbie's 100 well, percent going to be in mine. Kate Beckinsale's going to be in mine, so they can have a <laughs> stare right. off from across the way. So I would have Kate Beckinsale. I mean, I'll switch anytime you want to and be fine. Yeah, I would. I would have Kate Beckinsale. I would have Snoop, and I would have Dave Chappelle because he's funny as hell. Oh, he yeah, is funny. Would that, that would be my one. three. He is funny. But uh, but I looked in that suite, and I went, what the hell are they talking about up there? What are Michael Jordan and Derek Jeter and Travis Scott and Stephen A. Yeah, and all those yeah. guys doing up there? What uh, if they were just quiet, just watching the game? Oh, no, they were, but you could see them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were all BSing and stuff. And <laughs> you got all those big I remember seeing I, When I was at Super Bowl, I remember seeing Snoop in a box with Martha Stewart. I always thought that was kind of a gag, but apparently they're actually no, they really both. good friends. They they're really good friends. business together. Yeah, yeah, they both have Skechers, I think. Skechers. Uh, sounds right. Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. Uh, so there you have it. There's your wheel of questions. Again, the Rams lose last night. Uh, very disappointing. There's a guy here wearing Lions gear. <laughs> I will I say I respect it. I will say this. I'm glad. First of all, good for you. You know, it's been since the 1900s since you won a playoff game. <laughs> um, and from this point forward, I will root. For the Lions. They are going to be my team for the rest of the postseason. I don't blame you. They're a great story. Yeah. Dan Campbell gives a great speech. His <laughs> halftime conversation yesterday when, when he got interviewed, he's so entertaining. And I, I will say this. I know the Rams traded him, but it really is impossible not to like oh, Jared Goff. Yeah. I mean, he's just a good dude, and, he, you know, he's never an a-hole. And he's nope. Just, he was always great, despite all of the controversy. And, uh, and after the game, him and Matthew Stafford had a nice moment. They did. Stafford told him to go win the whole thing. Yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, and I'm, I'm rooting for Jared Goff. You know, he, is, uh, he was a much better quarterback than we remember him to be. Um, well, and he's proving that. And he's proven that. Yeah, yeah, he proved it last night. And part of it goes back to what Fish was just saying. Yeah. He got out from under the spotlight of L.A., and in, in Detroit, it's just football. Yeah, right. And, and I think they have a lot of guys who are just football guys, and they're playing well. I was texting. Uh, Cranston was at the game last night, and he said they're chanting, Jared Goff! Jared Goff. Well, because Matthew Stafford was in a weird spot. He had spent 12 years there. Yep. He was pretty popular there, and his family was there, and I, I'm sure it would have been fun for – but you know what? Lose, there's no shame in losing by one point. I just wish they wouldn't have punted. Yeah. I would like to see what he could have done on fourth and 14. The punt was – And even Brett Maher, I would have – you know, Brett Maher stinks at short kicks, but he's pretty good on long kicks. Well, I think so, Brett Maher stinks, period. Well, wait a minute, Greg. <laughs> he is – 
22 for 34, 50 plus in his career. But what is, he, 60, what is he 60 plus? That's um, the question. 60 I, plus. Well, because it would have been 62. His, his career high, it would have been 61, and his career yeah. high, I think, is 62. Well, they were on the 44. It's 18 yards from there. No, it's, 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 it's no, you're seven yards back. 15? 51. So that puts him seven yards back is 51. It's always 18 when 10. I look at it. So it's, no, it's always 17. It's always seventeen. It's I mean, always seventeen. I mean, it's one yard. We're, oh, are you arguing it. over one yard? Well, here's the thing: if you're yes. if you're Split good, the if you're good from fifty-five, most of the time that means you're good from sixty, unless you barely clear the. Yeah, I would say he's not good from anywhere. By the way, the, well, he was the, five for five yesterday. The Detroit yeah, Lions. No, he had a, he had a decent day. He had the, a, he had the a Lions, good day. He the made Lions, them all. The Lions kicker that had a, that fifty-six yarder, and he had a lot of room with that. He that did. was a huge kick. Yeah, kicks and, today, and, particularly in indoor uh, uh, stadiums, and that's an indoor stadium. Guys are pretty consistent from sixty. The guys are pretty good. I would at least would have let him try it. But even if you were anti Brett Maher, which it sounds like both you guys are, and oh, that's yeah. fine, go for it. Don't punt. Right. Go for it is the right call. Go for it. Go for it on fourth fine. and 14. You right got screwed call. on third and 14. Go for it on fourth and 14. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the right thing. Why am I so entertained by the Dallas Cowboys losing? It's I am amazing. so entertained by it. Like this morning, I watched the Get Up with yeah. uh, Mike Greenberg and those and they guys. Did a, they did the whole first hour. Up. The entire first hour was the yeah. Cowboys lose. I don't think they even mentioned another game from this weekend. Right. And because of that, the Rams and the calls and the punt and everything kind of got pushed away because the Cowboys weren't just bad. They were uh, – Mike McCarthy is going to get fired No question. Bad. No question. Um, There's no, there is there no way he can one, come back. There was only one scenario by which McCarthy was going to get fired, and that is get blown out. That's it. Yeah. If he would have been competitive, if they would have won, obviously. You think even if they lose and go one and done for a third straight year? If they would have lost 24-23 like the Rams did, no way does Jerry fire Mike McCarthy. But he's going to fire him now. You gave up 48 points. You were the two seed at home where you were so much better and so different when you were at home. They hadn't lost at home since week one of last year. Right. That, you know, they had like a yes, basically literally a two been year two years. To almost give up a 50 burger like that, that's yeah. that's rough. Yeah, no, that was terrible. That is fireable offense. And I would not hire Bill Belichick if I was the no. Dallas Cowboys. I, I, no, I would you hire Jim Harbaugh? I would in a second. Yeah. I, would, I would hire way, Harbaugh. I would not hire Belichick. Jim Harbaugh is in Los Angeles today interviewing with the Chargers. Hey, Jim. If, if He's listening. I'm, Jim. If I'm the Chargers, I do not let him leave the building without a deal. Because if you put him back into the open market and the Eagles lose today and the Cowboys have already lost, somebody else is going to snap him up. But I have no confidence that the Spanishes will spend the money to do that. Uh, and so I think agreed. I think that he will not leave the facility today with a deal. I agree with that. Um, I, I just it's think. It's done, by the way. And Nate, the meeting's over? Meeting's over. Nate and our social department just show me it, it's done. No contract he's, he's agreement? Been interviewed. Nothing. Nothing, nothing right well, now. Nothing, he left yeah. the building. Yeah, he left the building. That's a mistake. It's over. He's going to go talk to every. He team. needs to he, say, "What do you want?" Dean Spanos needs to say, "What do you want?" Do you want to hire your general manager? Seat. Yeah, Tell us. write the terms. You're DeAndre Jordan in Dallas. Right, <laughs> lock yeah. the door. Literally puts them on the map. A franchise that is currently and, and not located on any map would be on the, the map. Way, if if Jim Harbaugh left today without a deal, I immediately get Pete Carroll in the building tomorrow. 100%. You know what's weird? I went oh, through Bill all Belichick. the I went through all the Vegas odds. Pete Carroll's not listed on any of them. Right, but he's But I'm not sure I'm not sure why unless he, he's He has a job with the Seahawks still. Yeah, but uh, no, but that, but that he, wouldn't I affect guess he's not Vegas. A, that wouldn't yeah, really. yeah, I mean, I don't think that's a thing, is but it? He, maybe he just hasn't said that he's going to coach again. I don't know, but he, he kind of said still, it without he's still saying working. it. He's still in the front office. 
Yeah, yeah he is. Um, all right, you want to do two o'clock call of the day? Yeah. Today? Uh, do you want to do two o'clock uh, call of the day? Uh, I'm on remote just a little bit. We got other people. Uh, we got and Pepe's stuff. here. Pepe Pepe's here. Oh, good. Hi, Pepe. Pepe. Uh, oh, look at this crowd. Look at Pepe. Pepe. Okay. People love Pepe. Matter of fact, he's waving and they're waving back, John. <laughs> hey, Pepe, see them more? They're waving back. Wave oh, to Pepe. Pepe. Oh, take a picture. Of that. <laughs> this is amazing. The, the yeah. horse. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's, awesome. That's awesome. Uh, okay, right, we're so coming we right Pepe back. Here. And by the way, something happened in the NBA over the weekend that I want to get Pepe's take on. It was super weird and awkward. And uh, we'll bring it up next. Okay. And uh, again, we are live at Ralph's, 1413 Hawthorne Boulevard, Redondo Beach. Big crowd out here. And uh, the BBGO truck is here. Uh, Derek Fisher signing autographs. Sasha Vujicic is going to be here in a little while. We're giving away a pair of Lakers tickets every hour. Come on out to Ralph's in Redondo Beach, Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN.